taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy T.O. As you know. It's your boy O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast. You want to stop shop for everything TV, medium, from related, along with any of the goddamn thing you want to talk about. Coming to you live, direct, proof of concept, studios, what in the fuck is up? Yo, listen, I got a quick message for anybody who's listening to the podcast right now or whenever you listen to it, um, which if you're listening to it is... I guess actually right now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Rain just figured out how time works. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. That that is how time travel actually works. So fuck, fuck, fuck what Tony Stark said in Endgame. This is this, I just figured it out. Yo, hold up for like for uh, like thirty seconds. Yo, wasn't that some fast ass shit? Like, yo, they left his house and like five minutes later, he's like, I figured it out. <laughs> it's like, wait, Tony. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, you had this formula the whole time. Man. Like, you could have, you could have. You could have fixed everything. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Yo, Continue with your story. Yeah, no, no. He literally just like turned on his laptop and then like <laughs> it was just there. Because I think they went because because remember, he invited them all in for dinner and they were and like, like, you know, no. nah, we're going to fucking head out. Yeah. And then like they had dinner. He put his daughter to bed that he solved time travel. But <laughs> before 9 p.m., he solved time travel. He didn't even yeah. work overnight on it. Yo, the joint, the joint didn't even get past like the uh, the fucking uh, Apple like ding, you know, the thing to let you know that it's on. It got yeah. like, right past that. It was like Tony, you figured it out. And, it's like, <laughs> yeah. and not even on like the newest iOS <laughs> system. It was like on some like <laughs> she was on High Sierra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you solved time travel on like a, a fucking three year old operating system. Like, bro, you could have did this shit like. Five years ago, like the day after the blip. Uh, anyway, uh, so to anybody listening to this podcast, I want to let you know that it is okay to lie your way to the top. Okay, mm. think think about what a fucking um, who's who's the actress who played uh, Captain Marvel? Uh, uh, Brie uh, fucking Brie Larson. Brie Larson. When they approached her and they were like, "Hey, Brie." Can you play a superhero? Do you think you have what it takes? You know, the, the physicality of the role, the dynamics of the role, like, you know, everything it really is going to take to bring this character alive. She was like, yeah. And they fucking did the movie. Uh, was it good? No. But that doesn't really matter. Right. It doesn't matter if you're good at the thing when you say you're good. It's can you get better at the thing while you're doing it? Right. So uh, perfect example. Let's say you're going through a job interview and they're like, hey, can you do these five things? And let's say you could only do two of the five. Are you going to say, no, I can't do, do the other three. Don't hire me. Fuck no. You're going to say, I can absolutely do all five and I can start on Monday, right? And then on the job, you can learn how to do the other three things, right? Okay. So short, uh, long version. I'm going to shorten it up for you. It's okay to lie on your resume. I mean, think about all the actors and directors and producers who Zack Snyder, you know, on I'm sure he was like, yeah, I can, yeah, DC, I can produce a coherent movie and do some great storytelling. Josh Whedon probably did it. Who else sucked in their movie? The Rock was probably like, yeah, I have acting range. Channing Tatum is somewhere doing uh, uh, auditions for roles. She's like, yeah, I can, yes, I have like facial expressions. I can do all of that. I can act the shit out of a movie. It's okay to lie. Everybody does it. Yeah. I hope you get the job. 
Yeah, I think it's uh, we were talking about this just before we got on. And I feel like you're right. It is OK to lie, uh, but within de- the degree of reason, right? Like you can't go in there. You can't fucking apply to like NASA and be like, yeah, fam, like, I, you know, I, I know space shuttles and shit, you know, um, they're going to be like, <laughs> I know space shuttles and shit. <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, we're hiring for the janitorial staff. So <laughs> that's that's first off. <laughs> But uh, so, so here's the thing at NASA, there are the people in the interview, the people who are interviewing you are lying to, they don't know shit about space. All right. <laughs> do they know? They, right. Fuck no. They haven't been to space. They're like, yo, we, do you know? Cause we don't. That's why we're all sitting here. <laughs> That's why this position is open. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you, within the degree of reason, right. You can't, you can't go there saying some wild ass shit. Uh, and not being able to back any of it up, right? Like, you know, uh, I remember when I uh, I got hired uh, by by this news outlet, and uh, they were asking if I had experience doing, you know, just like video shit and like, you know, know how to like do certain shit with, with video and stuff. And I was like, yeah, uh, and I absolutely did, right? Um, they asked if I knew this very one specific thing, right? It's called switching. It's literally how we're doing any of this shit, how I'm able to switch from one fucking picture to the other, right? They asked, do you know how to switch? And I was like, yeah, I do. Uh, in reality, I had only done it like one time uh, at an event in which somebody was just like, ah, let me show you this real quick. And it was like a quick 20 minute tutorial. It wasn't 20 minutes, it was like two hour event, but um but I had like a crash course and I did it like the one time, you know? Um, but when they asked if I knew how to do it, I was like, yeah, you know, because it's a simple enough concept, but it does take some getting used to. Now, did I fudge a little bit? Yes. In terms of like what my breadth of knowledge is. Uh, but it wasn't completely out of the realm of possibility for me to, you know, uh, to, to, to do it. Um, and then I figured it out and it was perfectly fine. Right. Uh, it took me like maybe like a good solid month to really fucking get like used to it. And like I had to watch for a while before they actually like let me on the controls uh but once i did it was uh it was fine man everything's a fucking learning experience and that's the only way to get experience is by getting experience uh that's the dirty truth that nobody wants to fucking tell you uh yeah. and oftentimes you know you have to do it while the bullets are alive you can't you know sometimes it's just not shit you can like, simulate <laughs> great analogy yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, very few uh, is it like friendly fire. Like these are real shots being fired. Real, these are live rounds. Yeah. Um, but you just gotta fucking run with it, right? So, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, it, w- regardless of what you're doing, if you don't know exactly how to do it, find out, and it's okay to find out on the job. Just get there, get your feet wet, get your hands dirty, yeah. figure it out. Nobody, no one really knows what the fuck they're doing. It's like four people on the planet who know what the fuck they're doing. And be willing to learn. Look, uh, we're going to jump into this week, uh, this week, next week. Um, So uh, this actually relates to this week, next week. Uh, So the first thing I wanted to bring up, did you hear about this Tom Cruise shit? uh no no okay so update me so basically he like fucking saved one of his like uh cast members like lives on the set of i think it was uh yeah it was a um uh this cocktail back in like 88 um and uh they were they were like shooting like this helicopter scene and so they were like going up on the helicopter, coming down on the helicopter, going up on the helicopter, and they would come down to like see like different like uh, to check like the footage of of what they. But uh, one of his co-stars, she didn't like really, I guess, understand exactly what the fuck they were dealing with these helicopters. So you know how they have like the little fucking like um what do you call them like um 
the the rotor, the tail rotor on the back of the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, the spins. So when it spins, you don't really see it because it just fucking like through optical illusions and shit, you just don't see it. <laughs> so uh, apparently she didn't really understand that. And so she like turns around and like darts for the helicopter, like right in back of it where the tail was. And she was just like a few feet away from the fucking propeller <laughs> that was like spinning without knowing that it was there. And Cruz had to like fucking like tackle her in order for, you know, for her not to get fucking her face chopped off by, uh, by this rotor. So I say all that to say, look, I'm sure there's a point in time where Tom Cruise didn't know helicopter shit, you know, and it's fucking Tom Cruise. He doesn't have to fucking know helicopter shit yet, but he figured it out. Mm -hmm. You know, now he also figured some other shit out with like Scientology. Uh, I'm not saying that's good, but, uh, but it's, it's, you know, when I, the point to that is, is, you know, uh, you can't be afraid to like expand your horizons of just like, I don't know this thing, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm sure when he set out to fucking learn shit about like helicopters or cause yeah, I think he's, he actually is like a registered like pilot or, or uh, whatever. Pilot, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm sure he didn't know shit about it, but then he figured it out. And look, I'm not saying you should fucking mimic Tom Cruise life. That motherfucker's crazy. But, uh, but yeah, like I, you know, and I can kind of relate to that of just like not, something that seems like a Herculean task, you just piece by piece, start figuring it out, you know? So YouTube, YouTube, I'm sure that's where Tom Cruise <laughs> learned to fly yeah. planes. YouTube back in 1988. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, he was the first ever on YouTube. <laughs> he, was the, <laughs> he was the first video ever. It was just a fucking uh, helicopter pilot <laughs> simulation. <laughs> um, dude, uh, uh, other news in this week, next week. Uh, look, man, we got to talk about at least for a little bit. Uh, did, have you watched it yet? Have you, have you, have you, have you turned on Disney Plus and have you seen the finale for Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah. So I finally watched it. Um, really good, really good way to wrap up the season. Had a strong ending. Uh, I, I, there's nothing about it that was uh, like offsetting. You know, it, it was it was done really well. Like I was left feeling fulfilled. So uh, you don't really get that in like a season finale all the time. Um, usually there are a lot of questions to be asked, or you, you just feel like you didn't get enough. This one was, it, it answered all the questions and it told a little bit about what's coming next, which I loved. Yeah, uh, it definitely did uh, kind of set us up for some other shit. Like, I think it, it's setting us up for a lot of people are speculating whether it's sec- uh, setting us up for a secret invasion or um, people. Uh, I think it was just announced that they're doing armor wars. I don't know what any of the fucking t- those two are about, except for like, I think one of them has to do with like the scrolls of the secret invasion has to do with the scrolls. Like a lot of people who we thought were just normal people are really scrolls. Um, but um but yeah, man, I uh, I dug how they kind of portrayed anything. The only real big issue that I have is kind of just like a little pet peeve. I'm not feeling the costume, at least the colors. I feel like the colors are kind of wet. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, don't give me the straight, you know, stars and stripes, uh, the red, uh, white, and blue. Uh, give me like off white or something, you know? Uh, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, let, let, let Virgil design my <laughs> suit. Don't give me the. Uh, don't have no regular motherfucker design my shit. I want I want the Yeezy fucking suit. Like bring bring Kanye in on this. I'm not no intern design my shit. Yeah, it, it looked like some basic ass shit. Like I and I'm sure that's how like it looks in the comics. But yo, uh, my favorite cap suit uh, from the Steve Rogers Captain America in in the uh, MCU um, was his uh, his both his Infinity War as well as Endgame. Uh, 
uh, costume uh, and they were like really muted colors you know they were like yeah it wasn't like in your face but when it was like back with the first captain america movie man that shit was whack it looked stupid like he just looked dumb that's why they kept having to like change it because it just looked dumb every time <laughs> they would like yeah. show this like cartoonish kind of uh costume yeah uh yeah the the falcon you know who uh became captain america the next captain america his costume was just and I hated the facial element. Uh, granted, I know he needs the goggles because he's like flying and whatnot. Um, Get yourself like, some think, shades, yo. Some ray bands. Yeah, some I, shades, I feel yeah. like there was a way to just do that just a little bit better than they did it. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, I, I think his, his wings and his suit looked decent. Yeah, that shit was hard yo. for the me. Fight, those fight scenes were tough, dude. Like yeah. when he when she was uh, when he was fighting a girl and she uh, she was like hitting the shield, but like he he dug his wings into the ground in order to like give that him a was boost. hard that yeah. shit was tough i ain't gonna lie to you um uh, yeah i mean great episode it was sad to see her die because like you know again like Thanos, i think she was like one of those like villains that you somewhat like relate to them and you understand where they're coming from at least like their mission they may be going about it in like the most um uh you know terroristic kind of you know selfish uh, willing to risk anybody kind of way but at the same time you see that like their mission at its core has a purpose yeah. um but yeah she had to go she was willing to like kill a lot of innocent people uh yeah. i also like yeah. you know she, and, and also for she, budget I, I, I was too. also hoping yeah, yeah for budget reasons <laughs> i was also hoping her and like falcon would like hook up you know have a moment <laughs> where it's like they they link up one night have a conversation and then have a few drinks and then you know, <laughs> one thing leads to another the, the, the next morning it's like yo you got to do what you got to do i got to do what i got to do now you got some uh falcon uh uh falcon super soldiers uh you know after that uh i feel like we could use that some sam was it sam wilson right that's his name right Sam Wilson, Sam, yeah. Sam Wilson, yeah, some some Sam Wilson Juniors, you know, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was tough, man. Uh, that that speech was kind of like long and long. honestly, just like it, he hit it like two, like it was just like, yo, did you have this prepared? Like, did you write this shit yeah. down like beforehand and knew you were just going to be in that moment of just like I'm just going to be coming off the top here? Or, like, what the fuck? I remember. Uh, I, I think there, I think he said th- on three different occasions, like you know, that's the question. Yeah. You gotta ask yourself, like, and then he, then he would go on and he'd go on again, and he'd be like, you know what, like, and that's really the question, and then he'd go on and on some more. That he'd be like, and that's the actual question, like, damn, nigga, what question is what, am, what test am I taking? Is this sign up for no test? Is this Jeopardy? Are we in grad school? <laughs> the fuck, exactly. Uh, yeah, but man. long speech, but it, you know, it made a point. It was a good yeah. speech. Yeah, it was a good speech, and and and, it, and it's one of the better storylines of the uh, MCU, man. Of what the fuck, like you know, all these people who like now they just you know with half the fucking world dead, they just roll up in like other people's cribs and be like, "Yo, this shit mine now." <laughs> like, uh, what did uh, what did Michael Che uh, say about like white women in Brooklyn? He was like, um, or Harlem or whatever. He's like, um, Harlem is mine now. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so uh, that's actually a good question. You know, so I think it asked a good question. I don't know if it, know if it necessarily stuck the landing as far as like trying to answer that question. But uh, but it, it it did a serviceable job for being in only like a six episode you know series. Uh, I thought I thought it was good, man. I I really yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Man. Um, Very interesting problem though that like that they have with like millions of people which are half the planet returning. Right? It's like let's say you survive the blip, you're not going to live in your same small no, apartment. Absolutely. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find me a vacant big ass crib. Fuck yeah. 
with food already in the refrigerator and you know a nice a lot of nice cars in the driveway and i'm i this is where i live now but who's gonna say five years later what when people come back right it's like do you live here or do i live here Uh, this is awkward (laughs) yeah we both can we we both live here i've been paying the the taxes on the house you bought, I guess. Nobody's paying no with, fucking with the taxes. Money, yeah, no, nobody's with the money you left in the days. safe. But with the money you left in the safe, anyway, <laughs> fuck it. I'm, I'm squatting now. I guess I'm a squatter. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyways, man. Uh, moving on, man. Um, look, I, 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 I'm looking forward this week to uh, Handmaid's Tale. Just came out today. I'll probably be watching it tonight. Really looking forward to that. Uh, this, this also this week, man. Um, we get uh, Michael B's uh, Without Remorse. Tom Clancy's yeah. Without Remorse. Looking forward to that. Look, man. I already see the reviews. People are like, oh, they did um, Michael B disservice by this like lifeless. I was like, yo, dude. Like, come on. Like, there's just no way you could have thought that this was going to be some sort of like Oscar worthy like story. And uh, no, it's just about Michael B. Jordan shooting people. That's literally the entire point of this movie. (laughs) Like, that's it. That's all we're doing here. (laughs) You know, so anybody looking for some sort of Oscar shit, you are in the wrong place. (laughs) You have uh, made the wrong turn. (laughs) And good for Michael B. Jordan for like taking on a role outside of like, I, I feel like you know, being like the black leading male actor in Hollywood, like uh, there are certain expectations. Like he's always got to do like, you know, pro black roles or like uh, things like for the black community or for, for black culture. He's always got to be like someone fighting for civil rights or uh, <laughs> you know, some shit like this. Like, you don't know. Like sometimes I just want to play the action hero. I, I want to. I sometimes I just want to shoot people. Yeah, I just want to I just want to gun motherfuckers down for no reason at all. Like that's what I want to do today. Or I want to be in like a, a, a romantic comedy. Like I don't like, like Daniel uh uh Kula I was good that. Kaluuya. Um you know, I feel like he, he somewhat is playing a lot of roles that like he's expected to play, right? Uh I I think yeah, he's he's a little bit typecasted, but I think that's only been in like recent years though. Like I remember watching a lot of his like earlier stuff and it wasn't really it wasn't really that vibe, you know? Um yeah. like I remember one like, of the I, first things I saw him in was uh uh Black Mirror. Um I saw him in an episode okay. of Black Mirror and it had nothing to do with him. At least I don't I can't remember it being anything about him being black, but maybe I remember that wrong. Um but yeah, I but I get you. But I, 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 I get could, what you mean though. Yeah, I can imagine after Get Out and after um, uh, Queen and Slim and after Judas and the Black Messiah, there's like an expectation, I'll do more of that, do more of that, right? But what if he's like, yo, dude, I just want to do like, I want to do something with Seth Rogen. Right, I want to do a musical. Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. I want to. I'm going to be in Tron Legacy too. Like that's what I want to do next, right? People are like people are like, no, Damn. you got to You got. Why won't they do another black role? Why won't they do another Tron Legacy, man? That everybody says that they hate that movie. I don't understand why. Love that movie. I, I, love I that might movie, watch dude. that movie tonight. I might be there with you, dude. We might have to do like a review of Tron Legacy, man. That's the movie. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> Throw it on the card for next week. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. Look, what I'm looking forward to next week, uh, the damn Michael Che uh, or that damn Michael Che, rather. Um, apparently, he, he's got like kind of like a, a sketch show um, that is coming out on HBO. Um, I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. Uh, I think Dave Chappelle ruined all like kind of like sketch shows for everybody in that the Chappelle show is just so fucking good that anything that comes out is just like, 
I mean, it's cool, but it's not, it's not Chappelle show. Like, yeah. you know, we're not, what are we doing here? You know? Um, and obviously Michael J comes from the Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, branch or the tree. Um, so, uh, so yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, I like Michael Che. He, he's got a weird delivery for me. Like, I don't always like the stuff that he says, but, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try, but it's no Chappelle show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the bar was set in this case it was set almost impossibly high it is um and and it's also like people are just nostalgic about Chappelle's show right Mm. um like he might be like the michael jordan of uh of sketch comedy where it's like no matter what even if somebody great even if a greater sketch comedy show comes along it's like uh but it's still not Chappelle's show you know i mean Uh, he's still not jordan yeah uh but but uh you know if it's on hbo uh i have someone else's hbo max login so i'll be using that <laughs> to check it out yeah i'm sure you do um uh <laughs> what 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 would you say is like the best um sketch show outside of the Chappelle show what, what was your what was your like go-to outside of Chappelle? i mean let's be real i think he and peel was mm. like the only other sketch comedy show it's like come close it didn't come uh i mean th- there's still quite a quite a gap there but it came closer than anything else it's like watching usain bolt run right you know in the olympics like uh especially that 800 meter the last 800 meter he went ra- ran in the olympics like there was a big gap i mean the guy sec- the guy in second place he obviously won second place the but there last, was a considerable the gap. last 800 meters wait what did you say bolt run <laughs> what events did he run in he did not run oh, in i'm any- sorry 400 meter 400 <laughs> meter yeah not 800 uh, it's a long he, ass run. Did he run an 800 meter? Because that would mean he did would he? have to run an 800 meter in order for him to still have 400 meters. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> so I, I'm getting, bro, it's been a long day. I'm getting my numbers way fucked up in the 200 meter. Because those are his two events. He does yeah. like the 100 and 200. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, I, to be perfectly honest, dude, I never really watched the uh, Key and Peel. I don't know what it was about it. I just never could like really get into it. I don't know if maybe I just caught on to it like way too late after everybody had already like it was already like a thing. Um, but yeah, I never really fuck with um, Key and Peele. Uh, but I do enjoy some of their things when I go back and like watch them like on YouTube and shit. Um, so yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, I, I can't really remember any other outside of Chappelle show. I can't really remember like any other show that like I enjoyed as much as Chappelle show. I could say maybe in living color back in the day. Um, maybe, um, maybe, maybe I would say uh, back in its heyday, probably mad TV. Um, yeah. You know what? As, as soon as you slap. said in living color, I thought about mad TV. Um, and that obviously predated Chappelle show. It wasn't as good, but like, again, you know, if I'm putting it together a list that I think that'd be high on my list too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Either way, man. Um, let's move on to bigger and better things, dude. Uh, this week, um, we, we we got a little something, you know. Uh, some people, uh, mainly just apparently Rain, has been waiting on this movie for a decade or so. Uh, so we are just going to uh jump into the shit. Uh, we'll show you what we're talking about. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. Ah! 
the target has superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking, I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. Mortal Kombat. These are your champions. I'm Sonya. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Thanks, Jax. Kung Lao. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground. We will not fail. Kill them. Beauty. Alrighty. Uh, so yeah, that should clearly give everybody uh, an idea of what the fuck we got going on here. Um, dude, uh, let's not mince any words or waste any time. Uh, tell me what you thought about. I'm, I'm going to jump into a very specific question here in a bit. Uh, actually, two, maybe two specific questions if you have time for it. But uh, quick thoughts about the uh, about the movie overall. You know what I like? I like getting what the fuck I asked for. Okay. <laughs> when I go to Shake Shack, what do I do? I order a burger, a shake, some fries, and every single fucking time, what do I get? A burger, a shake, and fries. It's always delicious. That's what happened here with this movie. Mortal Kombat. Listen, I want to see my old favorite characters from the video games and from the previous movie. I want to see great fight scenes. I don't give a fuck about storyline or character development. I just want to see them fuck shit up. The graphics better be cool. Do not fuck up the costumes. And I want to hear my old favorite catchphrases from the game or from the, from the movie, right? Uh, Your soul is mine. Kano wins. Flawless victory. All that shit. And what the fuck did I get? All of it. This movie gave me what I wanted. I, I really don't see how you could uh, knock this movie in any like real way, right? I mean, again, sure. Storyline, did it really make sense? We don't fucking know why there's a, there's a tournament. Uh, what is this beef between uh, you know, uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion? And I think in this one, they may have like flipped you know, who the villain was, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I don't care, okay? The movie was fun to watch. That's exactly what we wanted. That's what they gave us. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, for the people who, who might say like, oh, like it was a terrible movie. It, it is not. It is. If you're trying, if you're watching this movie, trying to find some sort of good story in it, come on, like be, be for fucking for real. It's fucking Mortal Kombat, guys. Like, I, like, let's like legitimately like if there's any if there was ever one movie <clears throat> that deserves just to be just nothing but shameless gore and people just doing wild shit for no discernible reason. It's fucking Mortal Kombat. Like, there was never any sense to Mortal Kombat to begin with, so why try to build one? Like, that's literally why people love it. Isn't because of, like, some great storyline. Like, oh my god, like, I can't believe that fucking Scorpion did... I don't care about all that shit. Just let me get over here is really why we fucking love Mortal Kombat. So, look, uh, I think my prediction for the movie was that it's going to be terrible... It was, but it was exactly what I thought it would be in terms of just like, it's going to be, the story is going to be absolute garbage, but I was hoping to just see some cool fight scenes. Now, I will ask you, some of the graphics that were in this, um, by my, in my humble opinion, it was like, well, what was your budget? Because some of them look like they needed help. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, do, what, do, what are your thoughts? So I'll, I'll, I'll admit to that, right? I think like Jax's arms, um, yeah. I, I don't know what they were doing there. It's like they should have just let fucking like let Tesla do it. They should have just had the Tesla logo on it, right? Like, I, like I, I don't know who designed that shit, but like it, it wasn't the A team. It, it was like the B team. Um, were... Like the like the ice, and I'm talking about like you know some of the more like like 3D graphic elements, like the visual effects elements. Like uh, I, I don't I don't think Sub Zero's ice shit was always on point. Um, I don't think Raiden's like you know the VFX for like Raiden's electricity was always on point either. Um, okay, but that's fine with me. Listen, I don't need. I don't need it to be perfect. I just need this shit to be fun to watch and I need it not to compromise like the original content that I'm familiar with, right? I need it not to compromise the first movie. I need it not to compromise the characters that I'm familiar with. Um, have a decent story to tell. Give me the action and the gore and the fight and like make make me reminisce. I, it, it was This was like fun and nostalgic to watch. Um, but yes, you know, it. sometimes the graphics didn't hit. Uh, there were definitely some pot, plot holes in the story. You know what I thought the biggest problem was in this movie? Mm. I think they tried to do um, a bit too much character building with, um, who's the, the main character? Not uh, Kung Lao. Is, uh, uh, Cole, Cole Young. Cole Young. Yeah, I think they tried, like, I didn't really give a fuck about his, uh, I understand that was his motivation, right? To uh, achieve his, like, Akana. Um but I feel like they try to force that relationship to with his like wife and his kid to be like believable and to be uh, his like his purpose and again the reason why he succeeded. I didn't need that. It was mm-hmm. like uh, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown's character and her storyline in Godzilla vs King Kong. I didn't need any of that shit. They could have <laughs> skipped all of that shit. Uh, yeah, there there were a few things like that that I didn't uh, that I didn't necessarily care for. Um, one of the first things that I, I could say that I didn't really, um, or, or I should start with the good first. Um, the best part of the movie to me was the beginning. That shit was so fucking hard, yo. Uh, that original fight between um, what would later be Scorpion and Sub Zero, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit went hard, yo. <laughs> like that shit was tough, man. Um. Shout out to the actor, and I, I, I could easily pull it up, but I, I 
doing eight other things right now, so I, I'm not going to. But um, the actor who plays um, who plays uh, Scorpion, um, he's been in a lot of things. Uh, he was uh, the, the, uh, the thing that I remember him most in was for for whatever reason, even though I know I've seen him in other things, was um, Logan. Um, he was uh, he was, uh, and I hope I'm not getting that wrong, but uh, but uh, he was the um, oh man. He was like the brother or something like that to, or maybe the, I, I, forget he was Shij- <clears throat> uh, I believe he was Shijin in, in, in uh, the Wolverine. Oh, the Wolverine. Uh, he was the one who was, I'm sorry. It wasn't Logan, the Wolverine. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think he was the one who was trying to steal Wolver- the Wolverine's powers, I believe. I be- or he, he was, was trying to him? like assist. Yeah. He was trying to like help, yeah. help them steal his, his, his powers. Yeah. Um, but uh, and, and yeah. It, it, that actor's name is a uh, hero. Yuki Sanada. Um, and yeah, he's been in uh, a lot of like projects you're familiar with Westworld. Uh, he was in the Avengers, I believe like infinity war. I, I don't really know what role he played in that, but he was in I'm it. I'm trying to remember that. Uh, <laughs> who he was in infinity war. I don't know. Yes. Maybe, maybe he played one of the uh, the space dudes. Who uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you keep there. going. I'm, I'm gonna have to figure this out because I need to know now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, you know, th- that was the best scene in the entire movie to me. Was was that the beginning of the scene? Um, so some other shit that just didn't make any sense. Uh, like that they could have probably easily have changed was uh, so like when Cole gets his uh, Akana. I believe that's how you say it, right? Um, when he gets his Akana, um, and then he comes back, and they're all in the some like other realm, something, something realm, something like, like out world or something like that, or out. I, I don't know. It was just like a place that looked like it was like it looked like it was like limbo. I don't I don't know what the it fuck. Looked, they it looked just, like like they were in a like cloud. Fucking, I think I think they were just in Delaware. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> that that shit state. That's what I imagine Delaware looks like. Yeah, they were either in Delaware or New Jersey, one of the two. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, they were there, and then like. Cole starts like barking orders and it's like, wait, 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 wait. Sonia's a whole fucking military person who's just like, hey, what do we do, Cole? And it's like, aren't you the motherfucker that's supposed to like, like yeah. give out the orders? Like, what the fuck? Like, Cole's just, Cole is a failed MMA fighter. I don't, why is he directing ship here? I don't, who uh, established a pecking order here? I don't, I didn't really understand that. Um, but that was like one weird small thing that I was just like, yeah, that doesn't, I don't, we could have cleaned that up a bit. I, it just seems stupid to me that now he's coming back and he's like, I'm the, I'm in charge here. And it's like, how, nigga, you just, <laughs> you, you, you just won your first fight in about, 15 years like yeah and like, we're not even your, we, we weren't even there to even see it so we yeah can't even th- that was like his first real job you know what i mean so it's like and and sonia and Jax obviously have like years and years of like military tactical training and, and strategy and he's just bossing them around like yo you go do this and it's like bitch you go do that like, who the fuck is you bitch like you you know who has seniority here uh is the main yeah thing. um uh and then the uh the only other thing that i noted um Look, eh, of all the things that could make sense with Mortal Kombat or that could make sense with the series or with this movie, rather, um, it didn't really make any sense for Scorpion to say, get over here in English. That made no sense, right? He literally, in the entire movie, and he was he was from like, what, what century was he from? He was like from like centuries ago, right? I, I think it was like 1617 is like the time when the film opened up. So like, yeah. And fucking he, long time ago and then like the next thing you know he's like get over here and that's literally the only thing he says in english and it's like well why i don't <laughs> either you make it so that 
like somehow he can explain like how he knows English or just admit I don't like it just didn't make any sense to me. It was like it well, was cool, I, but it was also like yeah. what? <laughs> so as far as I understand, like he went to hell and he'd been like battling in hell, right? Trying to avenge the death of his like wife and children, right? I imagine hell to be a very diverse place. Like everyone's welcome, right? So, uh, you know, you probably pick up some other languages, across, you know, over 400 years of being there. Uh, I guess uh, if, if you say so. Um, yeah, but th- those are pretty much like the two things that I think were kind of, at least for me, were, were kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, I- I'll say that there are three things that I wish the movie did better. One was like telling the backstory of like why there is Mortal Kombat uh, in the first place. Like they could even just spend like two or three minutes on it. Like why does the tournament exist? Um, and you know, <laughs> I think we talked about this, uh, you know, prior to record to recording. But like, why has the Outworld won nine of the past ten tournaments, and why are they so uh, uh, fearful of the Earth realms? fighters and why do they feel the need to like uh, create the secret plot to kill them before the tournament right mm-hmm. um there could have been a little bit more storytelling there i, I understand there's, there's some type of prophecy but you know if you want nine of the uh <laughs> nine out of the upcoming 10 yeah, i feel like, like we're you know, safe <laughs> yeah it's like you're like the new england patriots and like you're playing the browns you know like you should be okay i don't think you need to deflate any more footballs you know tom brady <laughs> But so they, they could have st- told more story uh, story there. Yeah. And I, I do believe uh, the Raiden's character, uh, obviously a fan favorite. Uh, we didn't see enough of him. I think in this in this version, he was clearly right. powerful as fuck. Um, yeah. But really, all he did was like he teleport people. And uh, he like <laughs> he like set up that barrier. And I love how he was super green with like electric energy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, he he's really just transporting motherfuckers back and forth and like <laughs> he created that barrier that's really all he did yeah um that actually leads perfectly into like uh, like uh my central question here right uh the depiction of the characters right um that that's like a big thing in the series right uh, or or you know for people it's just like the depiction of all of these favorite characters that they love raiden's an interesting one because i don't think raiden like his character really like he's supposed to be some sort of like god or some shit like that right so he's not really supposed to be participating in the mortal Kombat so much as he's supposed to be like helping to just like manage shit right uh he's he's uh essentially he's um he's upper management you know doling out task to his lower managers or or uh or, or the employees right um and so uh he's always been kind of useless in that way uh people are probably going to crucify me for that but but i remember watching the first movie where he didn't like it was like yo raiden you can come in here and just debo everybody and like you didn't because you're just like ah guys i can't deal with rules and shit i don't know um uh so that's one depiction that and then like i, I heard people complaining online and I, I don't know how big the crowd is that's complaining about this but they're like oh like raiden needs to be like an old dude um my response well, to that i mean is, like all right he doesn't age though like why well, like if i was a god right and like i lived throughout all of time uh i wouldn't choose to i'm sure you could like alter your appearance right i wouldn't choose to look old I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stay maybe i'm not gonna look 18 but i'm definitely not gonna look 65 i might stay in the like 
early 30, like probably just in my 30s, right? Where I look like, all right, you're going to fucking respect me when I speak, but I'm not old and I'm not like some young 25 year old looking kid. Yeah. And also too, like people forget, like uh, didn't um, fucking um, Christopher Lambert played Raiden in the first one, which is a travesty, right? Like that's stupid to think that this dude who clearly is supposed to be an Asian character <laughs> is played by fucking Christopher Lambert in the first movie. Uh, you'd remember him from like Highlander, right? He's the dude who's in all the Highlander uh, movies as uh, mm-hmm. Duncan McLeod. Was it Duncan McLeod or was Duncan McLeod? Yeah. Connor McLeod. Uh, uh, Duncan. Yeah. Um, that was good. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh so yeah so spare me all the shit about like oh he needs to be an old dude it's like fucking lambert was like five years old at the time uh when he played raiden um and then on top of that uh the main question that i want to ask here is everybody is freaking out uh about uh i've seen a couple posts now online um uh about uh that's not my lucane um uh and so I'll pose it. We'll hash it out right now, right? Like let's do let's do a Mortal Kombat style, you know? Do, 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 do. I don't know how the fuck that has the theme go. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was. I'm, I'm certain that was not it. <laughs> I can't I can't mimic the uh, the club beat uh, that that. Um, Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's closer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's hash this out, man. Um, 1995 Liu Kang or 2021 Liu Kang. Um, who you got? Who's 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 the real Liu Kang here? Uh, uh, Robin. Um, Robin. Um, Show, I believe. Uh, I believe I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Is who played Liu Kang in the uh, first Mortal Kombat, uh, uh, in the first Mortal Kombat movies, live action movies that we got back in '95. Um, and uh, give me a sec to figure out this young young buck's name um, from this 2021 version. Um, I believe his name is uh, uh, Ludi. Yeah, I believe Ludi Lin, I believe, is his, his name. Mm. Um, so we, okay. got, we got my dude on uh, on the left. Uh, that is 1995. The dude on the right is 2021. Uh, who so you got? I'm, I'm going to have to go with 1995 mm-hmm. uh, Liu, Liu Kang. Okay. Uh, mostly, and here's why. Like, uh, great hair, obviously, right? Um I liked his like costume a little bit better. These are things that don't really matter. But uh, so that what film costume? Focused... He just wore a fucking wife beater the entire time. It was no costume. Uh, no, no. He had a nice little little like uh, a martial artist's get up. He literally just had a wife beater the entire time. No, bro. <laughs> was... He had on the wife beater. He had on like the 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 plush uh, toms. Hey, and his his like staff. Uh, the thing on his back was a little bit doper. Um, this Liu Kang, I think he just had on pants. Like he was always had his shirt off. Um, and I know they're out in Delaware, out in the desert, it's mad cold. I don't think he was dressed appropriately, but like, uh, the, 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 the earlier version of uh, 1993, 1994, uh, I believe that film 95 focused more on, uh, Liu Kang's character. So we saw a lot more of him. We got to, we got to know that character a little bit better. Um, it was just more storytelling around him. So I, I could see why people are nostalgic about like, all right, that's the Liu Kang that I remember. And this new guy, I don't know who the fuck he is. Uh, whereas, you know, this new film, it more so focused on Cole Young's character 
um, as well as like, you know, this, like the tournament and all the things that were going on. And Liu Kang, I wouldn't say he was an afterthought in this film, but he was not like the focal point of the story. So I think that's really what it is. We got more of the original, a lot less of the current. So naturally you're going to lean towards, you know, what you got more of. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think I prefer this version of Liu Kang because mm. it actually mirrors more of what I remember his character being in, in, in and I'm, I'm not talking about any sort of like plot points, but I mean, just like the look and the feel of the character um, in the 1995 version, it felt like they were trying to do too much of like, kind of like a, like a kind of like a Bruce Lee kind of thing. And I, and I know that this was kind of around the same time as uh, enter the dragon, but it felt like they were trying to mirror that too much uh, and not staying true to like the character, you know what I mean? Like as it was depicted in, more combat this like we actually got like an actual cost uh costume you know that that looked pretty similar to what he wore in the uh uh in the series um like the, the video game series and uh they actually depicted like his moves like as they were dude i don't know if you remember annihilation um mortal combat annihilation my dude they like you know how like luke hang can like turn into a dragon and yeah so in annihilation did you you watch annihilation right mortal combat annihilation yeah Dude, like he like turns into a dragon and is just like walking around as a fucking dragon. And it's like, and it looks so stupid. Like it looked aggressively stupid. Like it looked so dumb that like, I'm sure whoever did that, like whoever made that choice is not employed today. I'm positive that that's no. the case, right? They, um, they, were the, they were the first person to catch COVID-19 <laughs> in the US. I guarantee it. Whoever made that dragon. It looks so dumb. Um, but in this, like they made it so like the uh, the his dragon is actually like a, a made of fire. And it just set the dude. Uh, I, f- I feel like he fought. Uh, who's the, the robot dude that he fought? Um, uh, and, um, I forget his I name. Mean, I don't I know why. Great, um, great character, though. Yeah. And, and that's another thing I actually really liked about the series, like outside of this whole Luke King topic is like the comedy. It was just like it was like, it, you know, like Kano was fucking hilarious. And I thought love um, Kano. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but back to this Luke King thing. Man. Um, so like I felt like it was just like a truer depiction of Luke King, even though he was like the story focused less on him. I feel like it gave them more of an ability to, and maybe that's the reason why they went with like kind of like an unknown character of Cole Young, where you could develop a story with him. Whereas the other characters, you don't feel the need to like develop a story with them. Right. Like it's just like they're, they, they're them, you know, yeah. and you don't need to like dig into the, like, I feel like in the first one, it was just like, cause I, I don't know if you remember the, 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 um, the storyline from the first movie, but it was like about his like brother dying and shit. And it was just like, uh i mean that's cool and all but let's just get back to fighting guys <laughs> like like uh, i know you got this whole your your brother was killed by uh shang sung um but uh i don't care like it was just mortal yeah. combat that's all i'm here for like, <laughs> i didn't know the nigga. i don't care <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know kinfolk um but uh so yeah i don't know if, if you ask me who's who who i prefer prefer i prefer this depiction of, of Liu kang um and i think everybody has this like thing of like who, who was harder fighting wise maybe that's the central question here is is what people are trying to get at who who, who was tougher who who if you you know uh you know it's the fourth quarter you know you need just one play you're gonna go with 95 Liu kang or you're gonna go with 2021 Liu kang I would say, to be honest, 2021, Liu Kang had a really tough time with that, like, B-level, 
uh, uh, villain from Outer World. I don't like. I remember that guy, but I don't remember him being like a top motherfucker. Yeah, you know I mean, and he had a really he had a really tough time getting past him. I think I think they were fighting like the whole movie. Um, <laughs> like, you you were fighting the same guy the whole movie. Yeah. Um, so, but, and, but like the 95 Liu Kang, I mean, he was, he was lighting motherfuckers up left and right. So yeah. I gotta go again. I gotta go with my 95 guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I might have to concede here. Uh, he, he was struggling. Uh, I, I believe he was fighting Cabal, right? Like that's the yes. machine looking dude. Um, so, uh, yeah, I might have to give it up, man, for, 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 uh, 95 Liu Kang over 2021. Cause yeah, this dude was struggling. Um, 95 new king took out i think he took out reptile i, I think he took out um uh he, he 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 definitely took out uh uh shang sung um yep uh the boss you know um who else did he take out i know he, t- I know he took out like mad other people uh didn't he take out was it did he take out goro was that his name the guy with the forearms no nah, i thought that was wasn't that johnny cage that took him out i i thought johnny cage i thought i thought he took johnny cage out didn't he Nah, nah, Johnny. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Uh, they they fought. Johnny Cage may have taken him out because I think think he like Johnny Cage like kicked him or threw him off of that cliff. Yeah, I remember he hit him in like the nuts or something like that, and then yeah, been a rap after that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, so I I would say overall, I would take 2021 Luke King over 95. Fighting wise, yeah, I might have to give that young that young sir from 95 a nod on that. But that's like, Um, but that's like the number one thing. This is uh, it's Mortal Kombat. It's about the fighting, right? So you got to pick the guy who's the better fighter. It's about the depiction, right? Uh, That okay, okay. Let let me let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. If in other versions of Mortal Kombat, honestly, I I don't think I played any other version of Mortal Kombat past like the first one on PlayStation that I played. Um, But uh, if Liu Kang in any other version, just like didn't look like Liu Kang, you'd be like, nah, that's not the fam I remember. Like, I mean, he, all right, he's doing the same things, but he's not, he don't look the same, right? You'd be like, give me that old shit back, right? So I feel like the depiction of the character matters. Like, so for instance, when we see, it's it's why everybody's going crazy over like, who's going to play Johnny Cage, right? Because the depiction of the character matters, you know, in terms yeah. of like our overall, like us taking it in and being like, oh shit. Like the, one of the reasons why we love fucking Avengers Endgame, right? Is because once fucking Cap gets that fucking uh, 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 Thor's hammer in his hands, we're like, we lost our fucking minds. He hadn't done anything with it yet, right? <laughs> but just even just seeing him with it was like, oh my God, you know? So I feel like depiction matters, man. Um, so yeah, I'll give you that. But um, and I think what matters most is like, uh, the being able to uh, bring the character uh, to its f- full potential, right? To realize the character. I think who did that best? I think it was the 95 version. Um, uh, again, it was like the first time we'd seen this on film, but he really brought that character to life so much so oh, that you- Hold on, like, hold on. Like, he was the benchmark for it. Hold on. And in points, because they didn't let the 95 character do too much with fire. This dude was all about fire in 2021. He was just whipping it like, yo- let me, yo, he was trying to mac on Cole's girl. He's like, yo, let me heat you up real quick, girl. What you cold? I got you. Look at that he, did, he, did, he did pull up on her. Uh, so, so final quick question for you like about yeah. the, just, uh, the film in its entirety. Yeah. Um, who was, give me your top two favorite characters. In the movie? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have any favorite. I, I would say Kano just because of the comedy aspect. Uh, but I didn't really care for like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would say Kano. And then 
I think they did some really fucking interesting things with Sub Zero. I think he he had like the hardest shit, even though they kind of made him like it was just the, the story kind of got in my in my way there. Like of just like, all right, uh, none of this is really tracking. But I would say that uh, Kano and Sub Zero were my two two faves from the uh, from okay. The so uh, I, I got to go with Kano as well. I think he just like, he just, I mean, he was funny. He was interesting. Uh, he really, uh, it's kind of like brought the, the, the film to life. Um, and I mean, the actor who played uh, Kano, I, I remember him from. Yeah, Josh uh, Lost, Lawson. Yeah. Do you remember him from uh, the show with Don Cheadle and Kristen Bell? It was like a, um, uh, not, not House of Cards, but something with cards. Uh, House of. Is it House of Lies or something like that? Yeah, House of Lies. Yes. Yeah. I knew it was House. Um, of, I thought it was House, House, of something. House of Lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, House of something. Uh, so I mean, what a fucking switch that he made there, um, going from like a, a role like that where I remember he played like a a nerdy accountant, right, and mm-hmm. then going uh, to playing like a really like rough and edgy character like Kano. So I thought he did really well, and I also really liked Kung Lao. So uh, Max Hong, who played that character, um, yeah, I just kind of that. like. Just kind of like a you know that stoic leader who doesn't say much but he will fuck you up um i thought his like demise was just like very odd that all it took was for um shang is it shang sung shang what was his yeah, yeah, shang, yeah. Sh- uh, shang sung he just like yoked him up sucked his soul out and i'm like that yeah seemed a little bit- it was really kind of whack uh especially yeah. when he was like bossing everybody up like and I guess that's maybe to build up a that's how you build up a character, uh, fucking Zack Snyder uh, with, you know, fucking uh, what's it? Uh, uh, fuck. What was the character uh, in, uh, in uh, the Justice League thing? Um, damn. Um, oh, Cyborg. No, 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 no. Uh, in, in Justice League. Remember when he came down and he just got pieced up and then left. But he was like, I'm still the boss, though. Um, oh, um, Steppenwolf. No, his boss, uh, Stephen Wood's boss. Uh, oh, fuck. Damn. Dark side. Dark side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dark side fucking came down, got his ass whooped, and then left. This is how you build up a boss. Even though I, I didn't necessarily prefer, like, uh, or I didn't like how they did uh, Kung Lao. Um, it was like, okay, like, I know that's the boss. Like, nobody's going to piece him up and then be like, he's going to come back for the sequel. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, uh, so anyways, uh, I was getting my my uh, Zack Snyder dig in. Um, so, yeah, those are my two. Uh, but, yeah, I, I got to give some credit to Sonya Blade, the actress who no, played. Uh, absolutely uh, not. What? She was what? Trash. trash. So, <laughs> no, I thought she was really good. So that's uh, Jessica McNamee. Um, I, I thought she did really good. At Sol- she was like, what did, what like did she do? Good? What did she so what, I, I, what was it that was good about? anything about that so i thought she her character was like the glue that like kind of like brought this whole thing no, she right wasn't. like she she had the uh, li- she had the lines but i don't know i don't know what it was but she, it was like that was actually one of the parts her and jacks i was just like i could do without this entire there's just yeah you i thought jacks was underwhelming but again i thought i felt like she was like the glue that like really kind of like brought everything together right um i also thought that like uh her action sequences her fight sequences like she like really showed up i just really liked her character i really like how she was portrayed um you know I, and you know final thoughts on it i i really enjoyed it and i love how they ended with like a nice little subtle nod to the fact that there's a part two coming in um uh, Johnny is it Johnny Blade? Not Johnny Blade. Johnny, uh, jo- Johnny Cage is going to be like a big part of that story. So now people are going to be like, all right, the big uh, the conversation moving forward is like, who's going to play Johnny Cage? What's happening in Hollywood? What's that story going to be about? Who, who so I like the be? fact that 
Oh, I mean, I mean, I would prefer to be maybe like a smaller actor, uh, not 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 a, not a big name actor, someone we've seen before. I, I don't I don't want it to be like Chris Pratt with like blonde hair, or like you know, it can't be. I don't want it to be anybody I would expect it. It can't be like Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans. It's got to be a smaller name person, but who could like bring this character to life? Yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, the the Miz, I don't know if you're familiar with him from the WWE. Um, The wrestler. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely can't be him. Why not? He would be a perfect Johnny Cage. He's, he's, he's Uh, usually playing like this asshole uptight dude, but can still kind of like whoop people's ass, even though it's wrestling. So uh, that's, yeah. uh, Whatever. Yeah, I don't think he has the like acting prowess to like to pull it off. Like maybe, what? maybe if they're doing like a theme night, you know, on WWE, the acting, but the like acting on, prowess to star in Mortal Kombat. You say? Yeah, I, I, listen. Yeah, I, I know the bar is low. I know the bar is low, but I, I, I don't think he's there. You just said Sonya Blade in that movie was, you know, you liked her character. So I don't trust anything you say as far as the acting uh, 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 or needing to have some sort of rousing performance out of uh, out of fucking Johnny Cage. No, we don't. Don't hate on Sonya. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, let's move the fuck on from Mortal Kombat, man. Um, uh, let's get into these trailers real quick, dude. Uh, we got an interesting trailer this past uh, this past week. We got the Conjuring um, Part eighty nine. Um, it seems like there's like a thousand one uh, thousand of these movies. Um, so uh, this comes to us as uh, um, uh, the the Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It, uh, and it is about uh, paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren uh, try to uncover the truth behind a murderer's claim of demonic possession. Um, this is directed by Michael uh, Shaves, I believe that's how you pronounce the name, um, and was written by uh, David Leslie Johnson. I mean, how many names do you need? Uh, David Leslie Johnson, uh, McGoldrick. Uh, as well yeah, as James no. Wan um, and stars uh, Vera Farmiga, um, Patrick Wilson, uh, Julian Hillard, uh, uh, Rari uh, O'Connor, and is due out June 4th of this particular year. Um, just a, a, a small uh, little note here. Um, actually, you know what? I'll save that for after, after the trailer. Um all right, man. Let's uh, let's jump into the Conjuring uh, part three. Hey, you okay there? Jesus, I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren. Here with Lorraine. All right, let's get started. Residents of Brookfield were shocked this afternoon by the broad daylight murder of Bruno Sauls. The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Whatever is going on, Whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. 
It's a witch's totem. We think your family was cursed. And that connection's still open. I'm only interested in reality. But I can see things that your people can't. Something terrible happened here. A master Satanist is not an adversary to be taken lightly. She's doing it again. She's reaching out to the darkness. Lorraine, you need to come back. Is saving him worth everything you have? Because that's what it may very well cost me. Yo, did you see the way he slid across that? Like he slid like fourteen feet <laughs> across like solid dry gravel yeah. to grab her before she fell off that cliff. Hey, I don't you, know you if do, that's like possible. You do, you do crazy things to the people you love, man. So yeah, so I can tell you one thing though. I'm 100 not watching this movie. It looks scary as fuck, and I don't really <laughs> I, I, listen. I, I don't do scary <laughs> movies. Um, and like we've watched a few trailers for scary movies, and like they're you know it's all the same thing. It's like a little white girl in a white dress with like blood all over it, and then like you know the the hand reaches around and grabs somebody, and like there's like those like st- typical like scary movie moments this thing looks like genuine and i listen i watched the first two conjurings by mistake um <laughs> how does that I, happen I, yo listen the first time i remember I, I was like i was at a movie theater i was with my girlfriend at the time she wanted to watch the movie uh, i remember this vividly like i was wearing this like red air apostle hoodie that i had i used to love the hoodie it was just like mad comfortable um fit perfectly it was just a great hoodie um i was wearing that hoodie it was like october i believe and uh bro i i like when i left the movie theater i sweat through the hoodie like my t-shirt was wet my hoodie was wet and not just like a little bit of sweat like a back sweat chest underarms i was scared as fuck uh and then i, I remember i was watching the uh, i was on a flight back from like portland uh, it was a direct flight so it was like four and a half hours right and um they had like a movie of like the night on the flight right and it was the conjuring too so I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna like read a book, you know. What I mean? and, uh, <laughs> not gonna educate myself. Yeah. While, while while the movie's on, so I watched the movie, uh, and I remember it was like I was in the middle seat, yo. Know, I was watching this movie, just fucking scared as shit. And I remember the two people like to my right and left were just kind of like, yo, what the fuck is going on with you, dude? Like it's not that scary, but I was nervous as a bitch. I don't think I went to sleep that night. Uh, so you know, I'm not watching number three, uh, but it looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like horror movies aren't really my jam either. Um, this, I, I think that there is, and, and there's like a, there's a way you could do it. Cause we just watched a trailer for, um, 
Uh, God, what is it called? It's the movie with uh, James Dean Morgan. Um, and now I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's a recent horror movie that just came out, and it and that didn't look scary at all. It looked like yeah. it looked like that was just like a that, that was light work. Um, but th- there's there's something to I think, and I and I think that was kind of like a possession movie, but it didn't really do a something good job like of like conveying that. But this one was just like I, there's something about like possession movies that I think, at least for me, are like particularly terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, um, and so I think that you know the way they set this movie up where you don't know exactly what the fuck's going on and and you know I, I will admit like the hand reaching up it's like dude it's like your third movie by now like how many hands do we have to, like we we know it's going to come out of the uh and who still has like a fucking waterbed why is it always a waterbed it was uh, i remember the, it was like a waterbed in um I remember one of the freddy movies right it was a uh, yeah i think so like dude that's a huge liability like your yeah, insurance is on, not going to cover that shit also, yeah, the hand out of the floor thing, it's like, no, listen, I hired a very good contractor to do these floors. Like, you're not going to fuck up my floors. I know this is ch- this is this is cherry oak wood. It's very expensive per cubic inch. You're not fucking up my floors. You stop being, we, you stop yeah, being scared can, and just like, all right, can, just like this shit is over. <laughs> I just I just I just put the house on the market. You're not about to fuck up my property value. Satan, not listen. Just, handle this shit outside um, <laughs> take it outside but yeah i i also wonder like because like you know all of these all oh, this the devil himself satan himself um you know i wonder how often the devil takes on these like very um small projects you know, i would think he handles like the bigger stuff right um <laughs> how often is he like in a small town in like oklahoma like like you know spending like three months terrorizing <laughs> in these this like a family of four uh i just kind of expect him to handle like some of the larger jobs yeah. like white supremacy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna reply with a joke but i think I'll, <laughs> i think you i think you sufficiently took care of it um yeah i don't know man uh so yeah this movie looks uh looks it looks scary i'm not gonna lie uh, it does look scary like it, it kind of reminds me of uh i remember watching um paranormal activity three and just being scared shitless dude i was terrified and people to this day say like oh no it wasn't scared dude to me i don't know maybe it was just a time maybe it was just the time period that i was in i was terrified of that movie and this kind of gives me those kind of vibes uh does it look all that scary not nah, it looks moderately scary but um yeah uh but yeah man um either way that was our reaction to uh the conjuring um the devil made me do it the conjuring three uh so yeah let us know in the comment section below what do you think of the next installment in the uh the conjuring series uh we will move the fuck on okay um so let's move on to something that i'm really excited about man uh dude we we got a trailer we talked about it last week and we immediately got a trailer for master of none season three uh this is uh dubbed master of none um uh what's it called here it's called um moments in love um is essentially sort of I guess the, the name of the season. I don't know. Um, the synopsis of the season is the, the season focuses on Lena Waite's character of Denise uh, with all episodes directed by uh, uh, Ansari and was written by Ansari as well as Waith. Um, and so for those who are familiar with the series, uh, so uh, they did an episode and I think we talked about it a time or two before, but uh, uh, they did an episode in season two called Thanksgiving that just focused on Denise's character 
of oh, I'm sorry, on Lena Waite's character of Denise, um, and that was one of the best series, uh, best episodes of not only the season, but I think of the series. Um, so they essentially decided to, to kind of just mimic that, uh, given all of the season sorry's issues uh, or troubles um, that that followed uh, season two of uh, of Masters uh, of None. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah, we really don't know much about uh, much information about the season. Um, so really, this is really the most information we're going to get from it is, is probably from this trailer. Um, so without further ado, I think we will take a gander um, at said trailer. Okay. okay. Hypothetical for you. Mm, okay. <laughs> Let's say yeah. we're at a party. Mm-hmm. Maxwell's playing. Love him. You don't know me. I don't know you. Is it Yeezys? And I ask you out on a date. Would you say yes? Yeah, might be one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Yeah, it, it, nothing. It, 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 it's so funny that you say that because it reminded me of uh, the tra- trailer for Cherry. Because I remember you felt you actually liked it, where it was just like a scene from the movie. Um, and and I remember not liking it. Uh, and so I find it interesting that you say you don't like this one when it's kind of the same idea. So, I mean, but like, so the, the trailer, uh, um, sorry, the cherry trailer that we first reviewed was uh, just that, like a scene from the movie. And it was like a really interesting scene, right? It was just like straight up a conversation between uh, Cherry and the drill sergeant. Um, and you can kind of see like, at least like what was going on in his life at the time. It just gave you some, it was just, it was more like, hey, here's a two minute or here's a one minute cutout of the movie than like, here's a trailer. And I liked it because of that. Um, this was a trailer. The music is really fucking annoying. Um, it was just like, hey, what if I saw you at a party and I wanted to fuck and I asked you on a date and then like uh, really annoying music and then some credits and then that was it. That was that basically is what we watched. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I think I have a really different perspective of it. Uh, it uh, I feel like it falls within the same motif as I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, I, I, what I was going to say, though, is like, do you think that's because you've seen the first two seasons and like you already like the show? So you're like looking at it a little bit differently? No, not necessarily. I think um, or, or uh, I'll put it this way. I don't know if that's like painting. It's quite possible that that's painting how I'm viewing this. But I I also uh, I just like this. I like something that's a little different and it feels like one of the reasons why I really like masters of master of none is because it doesn't really try, like it, it does do some like extravagant things, but in reality, it's just trying to show like just life, you know? Um, and it's just that, that's why so many people I think fuck with that uh, Thanksgiving episode because it was just like, it felt real. Um, not to mention that uh, Angela Bassett was in it also. So that didn't hurt. Um, mm. but, um, uh, 
but it felt real. You know, it felt like a real conversation, uh, real scenarios that would happen to real people. Right. And yeah. to me, that's what I felt from this trailer is, you know, um, you know, if you've had like an extended relationship and, you know, uh, and I, I don't know, again, I don't know any, any story that, that that's going on here. Um, um, but if you've had an extended relationship at some point in that relationship, you're going to turn around and ask that person or that person's going to ask you if you could do it all again, would you, you know, like, <laughs> you know, uh, if you, you know, uh, if you, instead of replying to that text, would you just not reply, you know, or, you know, would you, would you not go to that bar that night if, if you could, you know, like, you know, cause that's always a thing, right. Of, of, did we make the right choice? Is, is this the right thing? Um, and even no matter how in love with, you, you know, the other person you are, everybody, uh, you know, and, and so that's what I see when I look at this trailer is just two people having a very normal conversation um, that feels real. Uh, and just even like the little scenes, it just looks like they're kind of maybe doing some globetrotting maybe. Um, from what I hear, this was filmed in London, I believe. Um, so they, they may be in Europe doing some, some, some just like site hopping in, in Europe and maybe it's just giving them time to like assess like their relationship and shit. Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was muted for a trailer, but I, I think that the, it's, it fits the show as well as I think that for the reasons why I like the show, I also like the trailer. Uh, if it was like another, I, I didn't necessarily care for it in, tri- uh, in cherry because it felt like, and, and that's why I like, Cherry was immediately followed up with like a full actual tra- trailer. They just put that first scene out for like one day. And then like the next day, it was like a full trailer that came out. Um, and I think that for stuff like tr- uh, Cherry, it it didn't give you enough of like a sense of what was going on. But for this, I feel like it's just it's throwing you in the middle of this conversation that feels like a real conversation. So I liked it. Um, but I, I could certainly understand, you know, somebody who isn't quite as feeling it uh as uh as yeah man fuck that trailer dude <laughs> <All right. laughs> don't 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 lie i'm just kidding <laughs> fair enough you like what you like yeah yeah, yeah. um did, did you like the first two seasons of, of master of, I, I know you were kind of like yeah about it yeah i mean i didn't dislike it i thought it was like pretty interesting um like i think like once it got going it got going and it was good um uh for me it kind of hit like a slow patch at a certain point i think like the end of season one or the beginning of season two is just kind of like, eh. I think I left it off at like three episodes into season two. And I was like, you know, here's my stop. Here's where I get off. Fair enough. And uh, did you, did you find it at all like relatable in terms of the whole idea uh, of him, like in his dating life and all that and stuff? Yeah. Kind of, you know, like, like you meet somebody and you're just like, you know, what's up? Like we, you have a fun night. You kind of like pick it up down the road. I, I, I thought their relationship seemed very like, like a genuine real thing that a lot of like people could relate to, like mm-hmm. how they met time in between pick it back up. Like in all the things that, especially when you're like having like an interracial dating relationship, like mm-hmm. there are a lot of like nuances there. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I like their relationship. I don't know if I love this show. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, master of none season three will be premiering May 23rd, uh, on Netflix, um yeah and uh i think they're doing i think they're releasing the entire season at one time um which is starting to become a little archaic uh it's like you know let's space this out a little bit let's help ourselves out i think uh handmaid's tale just dropped and they're doing just that they're releasing i think three episodes instead of like the entire season which i feel like is a much smarter thing to do um because that 
uh, keeps the conversation going a lot longer, you know? Um, True. But like, see, like, I think being able to binge something and binge watch something is like, it's, it's something I really enjoy. Like if, uh, if you drop a show, like when they drop the next season of Ozarks, dear God, just give me the whole thing. I, I want like, when I order, when I order a foot long sub, I don't want it in like three, six, three, four part inches, or is that right? No, four, three part inches. Right. Now I, I want the whole foot long. Just give me, give me what I fucking ordered. That's why I'm here. <laughs> right uh, so, so so don't give me like i'll give you an episode here and next tuesday we'll give you an episode and like next 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 tuesday we'll give you no no fuck that i want the whole thing i'm hungry give it to me yeah but i, I i'm saying like for the viewer the viewer might want it all at one time i'm sorry i'm saying as a company though you want to space it out so that it could be a conversation longer than like think about how many series you you watch like literally i don't think i've heard you talk about the ozarks <laughs> since season three came out um and i think that's like unfortunate one of the shows that i, I like I, I feel like i could say that about is like uh another netflix show um is uh stranger things right so Str- stranger things when it first came out uh this uh, the third season it was hot everybody's talking about it a week later, nobody was talking about it. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier, everybody's talking about that. WandaVision, everybody's talking about it week to week. Uh, Game of Thrones, and that was running. Everybody was talking about that week to week. So I feel like there was like utility and like maybe we might hate it as a viewer, but I feel like as a company, I feel like it makes more sense to space it out a bit. But now, see, we, we give them too much power when we, when we let them space it out. We got to demand when, all of our when, shit now. When we let them, is, is it, I mean, did we have like, a, was there a fucking community, uh, uh, a community event that we could have gone to where we could petition <laughs> to <laughs> have all the episodes uh, it's called, dropped out? It's called membership cancellation. Like, listen, I want my shit now or which, I'm going to cancel. Which you will not do. <laughs> I, let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you how much, how deep it goes. Bring, they, bring Quibi back. Quibi just, gave you everything you wanted those look, five <laughs> minutes with that, with that turnstile shit i'm sure they did uh <laughs> uh they've increased their the amount of their membership like i think within the, like the last like six or seven months or like maybe it's been even been a year but they've increased Who? at like three dollars netflix right like they've increased it two or three dollars right in like the last like 12 months don't give a shit just keep giving me my goddamn netflix don't you fucking turn that shit off that's how much we love it um Very but true. in any case uh 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 Master of None season three coming out May twenty third. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, did you like the trailer? Hate the trailer? Indifferent? Whatever the case is, let us know in the comment section below. Moving the fuck on um, to what might be the last um, segment. Uh, we're running a little short here on time. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let a dealer's choice. Do we want to talk about the Oscars or how I met your father? Uh, let's talk about some like Oscar shit. I feel like uh, we may as well, and we'll wrap on there. Uh, so really, when I talk about the Oscars, I, I want to talk about some things that like stood out to me uh some like wins uh and then some things that surprised me um but i want to let you lead it off and i want to open up with this question uh in your opinion what was your biggest um like what was what what was your highlight of the oscars whether it's like film tv show uh appearances performances like like what was your highlight nothing i didn't watch the oscars (laughs) nor do i give a shit uh uh, i i don't care anything about the oscars i you know i think there was a point in time where i really did try to pay attention to like what was going on but what i realized is i don't really i don't care like i I, 
<laughs> there, there are certain movies that you know end up either being in the conversation for like best picture or like being up for some sort of award or maybe some actor that I think is deserved of a, an award gets nominated. But more often than not, that doesn't happen. So it's like, well, why do I give a shit? Like, wh- what is what utility do you, do I actually get from this? Like, like other people telling me that this was the best thing, even though I don't agree that that was the best thing. Like, it's it's not like it's sports where we can just see them duke it out, like in live action of just like, all right, the you know, may the best team win or may the best athlete win, right? It's just a bunch of people sitting around like deciding shit. Like, I, I w- if I want to see something like that, then I want to see somebody get here with a fucking steel chair, right? Like, I want to see wrestling. Like, this is this is just wrestling, right? Where the outcome is predetermined, uh, but yet we're watching as if like, oh my god, what's going to happen here? Like, it's just like, but it, and and the the actual show in and of itself has gotten just like whacker and whacker through throughout the years. Like, I'm telling you, like when we talk about this, when we talked about when we were kind of talking about the show Monday, uh, I was like, yo. Um, Yo, they, they fucked up. They should have just kept repeating the same shit that they did uh, back a couple a few years ago when uh, they they fucked up with uh, Moonlight and um, La La Land, where they gave mm-hmm. it to La La Land. But like, oh shit, now nah, we fucked up. It was actually Moonlight. Yo, that was the hottest thing going for like two weeks straight, you know. Um, so I feel like they just need to go back to that. Just keep fucking shit up, you know. Um, keep keep <laughs> giving people that a pump fake of like, uh, uh, thought you won. Uh, just kidding, no, you didn't. Um, uh, I think they need to do shit like that to spice it up because uh, the the show as is. Uh, and, and one more thing, I know I've been going on a little bit of a rant, but one more quick thing. I, I was watching John Campia's show um, and I, I'm a little bit of a fan of John Campia's. I think he can be a little cartoonish at times, but um, he was like really pissed uh, that the Oscars even took place this year. He was like angry about it. Right. Um, and his whole thing was like, oh, they should have postponed it because of the pandemic, yada, yada. Right. And one of the things that they were saying was just like, oh, they were like patting themselves on the back, like Hollywood is just patting themselves on the back. That's all the Oscars has ever been. It's just Hollywood patting itself on the back. When the fuck has it been about literally anything else? Like, I don't, I, what, are we, what are we looking for out of the Oscars that we don't think that's what the Oscars are doing? I just had to add that in. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's very true. It's it's really just about, like, did you make a movie this year? I made a movie. I started a movie. Did you do a movie? I, yeah, yeah, I did a movie. Your movie was good and my movie was good. Like, that's really all it is. Um, but, like, there are a few things that, like, stood out to me. There were some ups and downs. I didn't watch the shit, but I did follow, like, all the things that were going on. Um, so one of the one of the surprise things, uh, I think, was in Nomadland winning, like, best picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, all I've heard from that film was like negative reviews, like in terms of like it being slow, being quite boring, it being like super stoic and um, how a movie that I've only really heard bad things about won Best Picture, um, quite surprising. Uh, I think the story, um, so the director of that film, I believe she also won, was it like, uh, was it Best Director? Uh, I think, uh, hold on, let me Uh, see here. Um, I'm looking right now. Directing, uh, yes, she did. She did. Uh, yes. Chloe Zhao. Yep. Chloe Zhao won Best Director. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's just a kind of a surprise that uh, you know this film again that I heard nothing but bad things about won Best Picture and Best Director. Um, but you know, good for them. Uh, Daniel Kulia uh, Kulia uh, won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. 
um, for his role in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, um, and that was like a know. little bit of a controversy, right? Because it's like both him and Lakeith Stanfield were up for supporting roles. So it's like, well, who was the leading role? <laughs> Did the movie just not have a leading role? Is that what happened? That's <laughs> uh, a little confusing. Like I, I, and I thought it was confusing only because people like misunderstood the story that it wasn't really a story about Fred Hampton. It was a story about uh, the, uh, now I forget the dude's name, um, but Keith Stanfield's character. That's really what the story was about. And it should have been treated as such. Like he should have, I feel like he should have been given, but like at this point, Daniel Kaluuya is a bigger actor, I guess by, by some measure. Um, and he played the, you know, the character of Fred Hampton. Um, and so I feel like that's why they didn't want to give or, or maybe it had to do with something technical like screen time or something. I don't, I don't fucking know, yeah. but um, I don't know. But I mean, just, so I, honestly, for me, no surprise there. We know the, we know Daniel uh, Kaluuya's capabilities as an actor. Um, and I looked at some of the actors in their films in that category. Um, I think this one was was a clear winner. I don't think they made a mistake here. Um, some of the other things that stood out to me, we talked about this film last week, Two, Dis- Two Distant Strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the um, film starring Joey Badass, a Chicago rapper. Uh, this one best short uh, film in the live action category. Um, you know, again, I looked at some of the other projects in that category. Uh, this one, uh, to me, was like hands down. Uh, you know, the you know the more interesting project, um, and it's just interesting that we talked about this last week. Um, you and I both really thought it was like a really stellar um, short film, and um, and here it is winning the Oscar for that project. So shout out to anybody who worked on that project and Joey Badass, of course. Uh, another thing that stood out to me was Best Animated Feature, Soul. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx played the lead character, or he voiced the lead character in this film. Um, if you Have you seen Soul? Yeah. Oh, absolutely amazing animated film. Um, so I think, like, this is, you know, I, I couldn't have seen this going to any other animated film. So, like, shout out to everyone who worked on this project. And uh, it's it's insane that this was Pixar's first film featuring, uh, like, a leading a character of of color, a black character. Um, it took so long to get here, but when they got here, they did it absolutely perfectly. So um, that was a huge highlight for me. Uh, one of the big things that like was surprising was the uh, how much Tenet being like it was supposed to be the biggest movie ever, right? How much it didn't win. It, it really only won an Oscar for like best visuals, which is just kind of like, you know. I'm certain when they were doing this project, right, when they were writing the script and when they started filming and, you know, when they were, as they were filming, when they finished the project, I'm like, they were probably thinking like, this is going to win best picture. Uh, Christopher Nolan was like, I'm, I'm going to win best director. Uh, they, they probably thought they were going to win a lot of shit. And to win best visuals is like, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, just, just keep it, just give it to somebody else. I, I don't even want it. If I'm not going to, we spent, Seven billion dollars doing this thing. If I'm not going to get best picture, best director, best original screenplay, best actor, best supporting, whatever, give it to somebody else. Yeah, and it's, and it's like a slap in the face too, because Tenant was supposed to be the movie that like welcomed people back to the theaters, and they fought hard to get it to be released, even amidst uh, 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 in the midst of you know the pandemic, uh, and that it wasn't completely safe to 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 come back out yet. Um, and then for it to kind of suffer that fate of just like I mean, it looked pretty, you know. Um, is yeah. is uh, uh, it, it, uh, you know, no matter what no one says, that's got to hurt at least a little bit, you know. Absolutely, um, it's got to hurt at least a little bit. Um, look, dude, uh, real quick, we talked about all this shit with the Oscars. Great. Let's answer a very central question here. Um, 
I don't think uh, a lot of people understand exactly how the Oscars, like how, like what, what actually goes into like the voting for, for the Oscars. So here, if you'll indulge me for like two minutes. Right. Um, so, so basically, uh, it's broken up into branches, right? And so the branches are like the different categories, right? So like best actor, uh, like uh, screenplay. Uh, so they get all the people from those categories, right? To essentially, uh, they they can be a part of the academy, um, and you can and anybody can elect or, or tr- apply to be a part of the academy, right? Uh, anybody within these career fields, right, can be a part of the category. Like if you at least have uh, some sort of film credit, you know, to your to your name. Um, and so, uh, people vote on, uh, their own category, right? So if you're, if you're a director, you vote in the director's category. If you, if you're an animator, you vote in the animation category, yada, yada, right? Okay. I think we can all collectively say that whatever we consider to be like the best film, um, generally isn't all that well represented in the Oscars, right? Like, I, I feel like that's like a major thing every year. It's just like everybody's like, "Oh my god, this film didn't get nominated! I can't believe it. This is a travesty!" Right? Um, and that's like a like a really big thing, right? Um, my question is, if not the Oscars, then what? Because I've thought about this too. Of just like, yo, what the fuck is even the point of the Oscars, right? But then I kind of think of like now I'm kind of thinking of like, well, what would we even replace it with, if anything at all, right? Like, what could replace the Oscars? What could replace this process that they've already established, right? I've got my thoughts. I want to know yours. So I think if not the Oscars, I think uh, something a bit more uh, transparent, like when I say transparent, I mean like in like how these films are voted on. I understand the categories um, and then how people within those categories are the ones, uh, you know, submitting their votes, right? Directors are voting for directors. Producers are voting for producers. Uh, and, and I should I should add in everybody votes for best picture. Uh, so that's like a group thing. And I, and I think they do yeah. it kind of like a, a choice rank system where it's like you can put your what your preferred one is and then you got your second preferred one and third one. And then they do it based on like the percentages of like if you're really popular at number two and you want a little bit at number one then you might end up getting nominated because of just how like that works out. Um, so I figured I'd, I'd throw that, throw that in. And I'm also going to get to campaigning, which is why I yeah. hate the Oscars. Uh, I'll get to that in a sec, but I'll let you finish. Yeah. So I, I think how it's structured, like how the voting system is structured. I think that's, uh, you know, I'd love to see something a little bit more can- um, transparent, where just like people just get to vote on their best film. And it's not as, uh, isolated as it is where like, you know, people who are on the inside are voting and like, you can imagine all the like corruption, uh, or all the, like, you know, foul play that goes in, uh, to that system of voting. Right. Where it's like, it's kind of like, it's all happening behind closed doors. Right. Uh, and, and then at the same time, as you said, there's campaigning, like, uh, you know, if you're a director, you can campaign for your film to, you know, win best picture. And then if your film West, or, or, you know, if your film wins that award, you're likely to win Best Director, or you can just campaign for yourself to win Best Director. Um, I, I don't understand how that could be allowed. That's a clear conflict of interest. Um, so, uh, you know, remember what a uh, fucking uh, American Idol used to do, where Americans would, uh, you know, sit behind their TVs and just get fat and lazy and just like, you know, spend money online and uh, in, in homes they couldn't afford before the economic crash. Uh, but they would vote in like, oh yeah, I vote Kelly Clarkson. And, you know, I vote for like fucking uh, Clay Aiken, right? You used well, to do, do, don't that, they do that now? 
Is it American Idol? American Idol. I don't know. Now I imagine you still te- uh, you just text it in because who's working the phones? Like right, like you can't what? Like uh, how do they even do that? Anyway, um, I think like they should do something where it's like they maybe do like live voting, right? Like that would be pretty dope. You you download the Oscars app and like as they're doing each category and you could like submit your vote and they just tally it up, tally it up, right? I think something like that would be more interactive. It would be more engaging. It would be more fun. Um, that's the only way I could see me giving a fuck about the Oscars moving forward. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure if that's going to like be satisfactory, right? Like I think, you know, and they, and they definitely have like awards and shit like that, like that are more geared towards like, you know, what the what people think of it versus like what or just like ordinary people think of it versus like you know uh the academy right or members of the academy may think of it um but i i guess like my thing is like i used to be like on this train of like yeah we need to fucking get rid of the oscars and just like replace it with something else that's like more kind of like democratic i don't know i don't know if that's i don't know if that's like I don't know if that's going to yield better results, like in terms of, you know, because, you know, then we might get shit like shit that's just like really popular, but like maybe like not what we'd consider like good movies. Right. Um, winning like awards is like, wait, what? Like, how did this win an award? Like, you know, Mortal Kombat might fuck around and win like best picture. And you're like, huh? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, you know, uh, so I don't know. I don't know what we could replace it with, but what I do know is that uh, I, I think that you know in this year's Oscars it, it, it's it plummeted in um, viewership, right? Um, and I think you know again I was listening to Campia and they were like speculating like oh it had something to do with the fact that it was like like this COVID year and um, uh, you know and they just kind of like it was too it was too early they should have waited bullshit uh i think people just don't give a shit about the oscars <laughs> and i and i think that that's the fate of the oscars i think it, it's just it's becoming a, an increasingly irrelevant thing whereas like okay think back to like 40 50 years ago right um the oscars or you know maybe it was even shorter time than that but um the oscars were the tastemakers right they set the table for what was like what's considered popular and what's not you know or what is considered a good film and what's not today everything's so de like decentralized where it's like that doesn't mean anything given for one so many different platforms that people can watch content on it's just like, well, what does it fucking mean if a, win, uh, if, a if a movie wins Best Picture? I'm sure that it, it provides some sort of bump financially for the film. Like people start renting it more, yada yada. But that doesn't. I don't think that inherently makes anybody be like, oh, this is a great movie because the Oscars said so. I don't think people give a yeah. shit anymore about that. I don't think people watch the Oscars because they feel like it's a tastemaker. I think people just do it out of like tradition that it's a thing that comes up every year. But I think that this newer generation is like, uh, I watch most of my shit on YouTube, so I don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) So it's just like, uh, yeah, I was a couple years ago, you know, like, you know, I would have trusted like, all right, if, if all the films here that are nominated for best picture, they must be like musty films, right? They must be like really good to even have been in that category. Now, um, I don't give a fuck about any of the films that were nominated for best picture. Like now I I trust my Netflix recommendations (laughs) more than I would trust like the Oscar, 
uh, best pitcher category. Uh, so what's next? To be honest, I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I would love to see a more like modern system of like voting where maybe it's more interactive, like live voting or something like that. At least, at least like make the show more interesting. Um, and maybe like live votes are weighted against like uh, the categorical votes or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's I, I think that again, like I, I think that that's like they're too far down the rabbit hole with themselves, to, like kind of dig themselves out with shit like that. Um, what I do think is, is that like, you could have shit like, so for instance, like we could put on our kind of like of our audience, like what was the best movies you guys seen this year? And like, do shit like that. Like, I think you just need to decentralize it. Like fuck just looking at the Oscars for being like the thing to tell everybody what the best movie was, you know, of the year. I think that's kind of dead. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it's people in their own hubs have to like poll and be like, yo, what'd you guys fuck with this year? You know? Yeah. Um, and and kind of do it that way. And I, I think that's really the only way to do it. So I think for Hollywood, just I, I would honestly I would lean into it. I would just lean into the whole Hollywood aspect of it of just like, no, nope, this is we're only concerned with what other people in Hollywood think of, like, what was the best uh, you know, movies this year and like maybe like even cancel like it being like a show like of like, oh, that they broadcast, but be more like just like an event, like almost like a, what are they, the Met Gala. Is that a thing? That's a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it be like a, a gala where people just go and just do the thing, and then we only hear shit afterwards and didn't see some weird ass after parties. Um, yeah, you know, like, like uh, the like the Oscars happened last night. Here is like how it went down, like something like that. Exactly. Where I don't have to yeah. fucking tune in to watch it or be like upset that I wasn't there. Yeah. Not that I would ever be upset that that I wasn't at the fucking Oscars. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? I hear they give away a lot of free shit. So yeah, they give some swag free. bags. So I would not yeah. mind going. Them bitches anyway, go for yeah. like five thousand a pop. So. Yeah, they have like <laughs> MacBook Pros in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. But, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, uh, again, there were some uh, some some good wins that came out of the Oscars and a bunch of shit I didn't care about either. So yeah. Um, look, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Uh, but uh, let us know in the comment section below what you think of uh the oscars did you guys fuck with it did you care about it this year probably not um i know i'm kind of poisoning the well there but that's <laughs> probably generally true um if so if you actually do care about it let us know why you care about it and what you think might uh and if you don't what do you think might be a good replacement for the oscars in any case uh ladies and gentlemen that's our fucking show uh we will be back next week same time same place but uh, until then please hit that like button hit, hit that subscribe button hit that share button share the shit with anybody and everybody um with that being said ladies and gentlemen i do believe we will hit the very usual protocol fade out fade out bitches and remember guys lie on your resume <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>